This is the Order of Podcasters, and I am your game master for today, Paul. Joined by Jennifer Taylor, who plays Misty. How's it going today? I'm good. How's it going today with you? Doing, doing well. We are uh, we're starting a new adventure called Fair, and I have so much to say about this one because uh, it's I, I it, it it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, kind of planning out. And it was it was a ton of fun playing, but we got to get into it before I can talk about it. <laughs> so yes, um, no spoilers uh, here, right? Uh, but I did want to uh, 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 to ask just out, uh, out of curiosity because we just uh, this takes place like like right after compound and compound um, uh, some stuff happened in the last episode that actually spills over into this adventure and y'all will hear about that soon but uh, the compound monster was perhaps my favorite monster from the esoterist book. And I was so excited to get to have y'all finally meet it. <laughs> what a meeting a, that was. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> gross. Um, definitely so far grossest adventure just overall. Yep. So good job on that. Um, Thank you. Yeah. You did warn us. <laughs> it's, a com- it's an accomplishment. <laughs> you did. You did. You told me. And I don't know if you warned us as a group or if it was just me, but you were like, hey, just letting you know, this one is gooey. You use that yeah. word gooey. Um, oh, yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know what gooey means. So I was just like, oh, okay. Like, thought you were being cute about it. And in fact, it was, it was gooey. gooey. I mean, that's the yeah. perfect adjective for the entire adventure. And those monsters were sick. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, uh, and I've mentioned, I've mentioned before that, like, the, the, uh, I, I really model, you know, kind of the, 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 the adventure after, after X Files, you know, and uh, just get up a, a memorable setting with fun characters that uh, end up with a uh, with with an interesting monster, and some of the monsters are gross, and some of them are not. Uh, but uh, that that's always going to be it's always going to be a factor here. Is what, what are we going to end up with? And uh, uh, so yeah, that uh, compound compound was a really fun one, and I'm I'm. I'm I'm excited to follow it up with Fair because Fair has turned out to be a blast and um I'm anxious to get everyone to uh to hear it. So, should we get to character introductions and then we'll get going? Sounds good. My name is Brian Hasty and I co-host the Double Density and Coda podcast and I play Norman Johnson. I'm also the co-president of the Paul Haters Club. I am Jen. I co-host Vanished, and I am the creator of In Defense of Liberty. I play Misty Showers. I am on the board of directors of the Paul Haters Club, but I'm not the co-president. I am Rob Christofferson. I host the Our Strange Skies podcast archive. Uh, I co-host the Coda with uh, my good friend Brian over there, and uh, I am the DM uh, host of Rolling Through the Realms. I am... Not the co-president of the Paul Haters Club, but I am the chief operating officer. I am Mark Eberhardt. I run uh, Coruscant Nights, a Star Wars actual play, and The Other Place, a fantasy show um, that uses Genesis as its core system. And I am playing Dr. Dayton Ford tonight. I am apparently the co-president of the Paul Haters Club. I'm newly newly inducted, but uh, I rose through the ranks pretty quickly. 
It is very, very, very early in the morning. Norman, Myron, and Misty get a, a, a notice uh, on your proprietary order of podcasters app on your phone that you are needed very, very urgently. And what are what are y'all doing when you get that that message? For me, for Myron, Myron is he's been a busy bee after the last adventure. Uh, Myron almost died. So he's kind of been he's kind of got this new lease on life almost, or at least it seems like it. So he's been working with the R and D department of the Beefits factory, and they're starting to roll out new product, which is, you know, strange because they have only ever offered Beefits for however long that company has been around since like the seventies. And, you know, they're offering up like beef jerky. Now they're offering up sauces and, and uh, there's like TV dinner deals that are going on right now that have included Beefits in, their uh, product selection. Um, he's also taken to going to the shooting range and uh, just like getting some practice in with that. And uh, he's That's put very, a lot of wise. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, totally. Uh, he's put a lot of time into tri-coastal and instead of like the normal, like Yahoo guests that he would be booking, he's like gotten more respectable guests. People like, like it, if we're going to compare it to real world, like paranormal experts, you know, you got your jock blaze. He's definitely got, you know, people like that on. Um, it just seems like he's almost kind of just wearing himself out. And then at the end of the day, he goes into his room and he researches and he researches and he researches things that he shouldn't be researching. And there's a particular book from our first adventure that Myron's always had a copy of, and he's just been flipping through it. And um, the the last adventure's just been on his mind so much that uh, you know the the draw of this book has kind of just you know taken over a little bit, and that's pretty much what Myron's been doing. All right. Well, Misty recently got a bad Yelp review on her candle making business and she went into just a fit of rage in, um, sorry, but Myron, your studio is completely like trashed. It has candle. I threw, I like, I thought it was you at first. So I, you know, I I showed up in your studio (laughs) and I've been throwing candles at you. Um, my new my new venture is of course making duck calls and every time you go shooting I follow you around and practice my duck calling. So I'd, I'd like, like to I've I'd, I'd, I'd like to Byron. just amend my my original thing and say um, Myron has also been looking at murder techniques yeah. because <laughs> he's definitely like at his wit's end. I mean I. You shouldn't have left a bad Yelp review. I mean, I thought you liked, I made the beef it's candle just for you and you didn't like it. So he's also <laughs> been doing research on this murder, on these murder techniques uh-huh. by uh, Googling Misty showers, uh, just like all over the place. And just page like, five. Look, I, no, page, page five, five on the results. Yeah. No, I started a blog. <laughs> so now I'm down to page seven. Yeah. 
don't I'm worry. Just, I'm just picturing Googling. like I'm just picturing like Myron like you know like like in a lab coat, you mm. know, and like like you know uh, getting beef jerky and tasting it. It's perfect. It's perfect. And then behind him, <laughs> just hears you son of a bitch <laughs> and. Chuck a candle at your head. I have, and, uh, Lord knows I have a, a lot of them. They didn't sell very well. So in response to this, uh, Norman has been reading books about SEO. And he's waiting to see, like, which of these people needs more help with the internet. He's also reading a book about <laughs> ropes. Will come in handy, I'm sure. Yep. All right. Well, you uh, you very quickly make your way in um, the connections made. You do not actually see lore. Yes. Uh, at all, you see one of the, uh, one of the Mister Verities that you've you've worked with fairly often, uh, which is the the, the middle aged woman, and and she's like like it's like is it is it connected? Is can you hear me? Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> oh, oh, good, good, good. Uh, yes, we've actually had uh, two calls on the same topic, and so. I I thought uh, to send you out send you out right away and um uh, uh yes yes there there has there has been a murder um at the Juniper, uh, Juniper County Renaissance Fair and um yes yeah, we 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 have a we we actually have an agent on the scene uh, and you'll rendezvous with him um and uh and also uh, Sheriff South is there and specifically called for y'all. And so, um, I, you know, I, I, I guess, guess hurry. Well, we need costumes in order <laughs> to blend well, in. Yes. Yes. I've, 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 I've taken the liberty to arranging for them to, uh, for costumes to be, uh, be, be available to you when you arrive. And you also have a cover. So I, I've arranged for Misty's candle making um, business to have a booth at the fair. Okay. And I don't make candles anymore. Oh, wait, I what? I don't make candles anymore. Can we get that booth? Like, I I don't do that no more. I'm sorry. What do we, what do we have to sell? Duck calls. I And I pull out a box of like 600 of them. If okay, I can get well, my hands on sure. like a hundred feet of rope, we can make some rope. We can make some <laughs> nooses. Um, <laughs> we could sell the nooses. Well, yeah, yes, whatever. It's it's fine. There's there's somebody there who's going to help with the booth, so that will free you up to to investigate uh, uh, investigate more. So um, uh, uh, just, I need uh, to yeah, know. Yes, take, no, take, no, no, no. I, I need to know that somebody <laughs> is going to be there that knows how to use the proper duck call technique. Oh, oh, for sure. He's okay. an expert. Is he? What's his name? Lore. No. Lore's going to be there? <laughs> no. He's the only person we had available. You need to hurry. Okay. Lore is more useless than all of the nooses I've been practicing all weekend. <laughs> I like Lore. He's a good man. They, they he hate looks like lore. this is why I do this to them. <laughs> this is why there's a Paul. I'm the only club. one that defends him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Although I have heard his duck call skills, and they're 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 decent. So, so shall sure. we get into the uh, mini Vanigo? 
Yeah. So uh, we're we're going to we're going to fast forward to uh, to to the Renaissance Festival. You can uh, think about think about what costumes uh, Mister Verity would have approved for y'all, seeing as she has no idea what would be good quality or appropriate. Um, and let us, uh, let's jump over to Dr. Ford. What, um, you are already there. Yes. And, um, so you have, um, uh, so we have, we've met Doc, uh, uh, Dr. uh, Sheriff Dakota South before, and he knows about Ordo Veritatis. Now, kind of the rule of the field is even though, you know, you know, you don't talk about it. And so it's kind of, but, but y'all are all understanding. He knows who you are. And mm-hmm. so he, um, he's letting you in on things. And there has, uh, there has been a murder discovered late in the night. And had you already arrived and were, were you like part of the camping crew overnight or were you, did you come in this morning? Um, I think Dr. Ford would have come in in the morning, probably very early. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what, uh, what, what cost are, are, I'm assuming you're in costume. Oh yeah. What, what, yeah. what is your costume like? Um, it's a sort of a off white puffy shirt under a leather tunic tunic. Um, I have the off white puffy shirt. It's- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wide open. Uh, <laughs> leather pants, a uh, lot of leather. Yeah, he nice. is not really one for adventure, but he likes to think of himself sort of as an Indiana Jones kind of guy. When he's not here, he's wearing the leather jacket. Um, so yeah, leather, leather, nice. Okay, and um, uh, uh what are you? Uh, what have you come for? Um. Dr. Ford is, he he obviously has his doctorate. It's in history. Um, He's always been one for uh, the more fanciful elements of history. And when he is uh, not teaching, like when the Ren Fest is happening, which is usually like late summer, um, he comes here to tell stories. Okay. All right. Well, they have uh, they have set you up this year, and in kind of a new section. It is uh, it is kind of the the Norse alcove. Okay. And um, and so the, like shipwreck stage. It's like a big, not big, but like in the shape of the the bow of a boat, maybe. Oh, that's yes. Okay. That's absolutely what's happening. Um, and uh, and they they they've actually put the falconer uh, in in that section to draw people to the new section. And so you're like, you're like at the, like at the entrance of the alcove. And so you're like at a prime spot. And, um, so, um, you, uh, you've kind of, uh, uh, ever, ever since the discovery of the, of, of the murder, um, Sheriff South has, has sought you out and, um, w- without, without being too obvious has kind of let you in, uh, on on the details, but um, he's getting a call that the uh, the other uh, the other members of of your team 
uh, have arrived and have gotten dressed appropriately. So what are y'all what are y'all wearing? Being the only woman, I was probably given some sort of corset, which I hate, but I'm wearing it anyway. <laughs> I am wearing uh, whatever I usually wear, right? So very boring clothing, but I have a tricorner hat on. <laughs> nice. So I um, I definitely stick out because uh, I think they scrambled last minute, but they they messed up a little bit i'm actually wearing a kilt and i'm wearing you know like the appropriate scottish clothing um i thought about a bagpipe but no they they didn't supply me with one but that's fine we'll get over it but uh yeah myron uh, should we go shopping uh, <laughs> no i i'm cool with a kilt <laughs> it was either that or a horse and i mean you know <clears throat> um all right so uh you, you've, you've actually come in uh uh just just before opening and um and so the, the sheriff the you know the uh the 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 deputy uh who, who you recognize um it's uh, deputy lyle has has let you in and um it's uh the, the whole place is now just completely empty, but you, you soon, um, you soon run into, uh, into Dr. Ford and the sheriff. Uh, now do y'all, uh, have y'all worked with, uh, with Dr. Ford before? I've only worked with him like, um, in my day job as a process server. <laughs> <laughs> so like he and I have like a bit of a terse relationship because he knows how I am. <laughs> That's nice. fair. That's fair. Literally, that's fair. <laughs> um, uh, Sheriff Dakota South is um, is kind of a, a lanky guy, and you know, kind of wears all brown, and his his uh, his sheriff hat is is a cowboy hat, and um, he, uh, he he comes up and is like, you know, oh well, appreciate y'all getting here uh, so quick and all. If you'd uh, like to check out things, uh, you can come with come with me. Y'all know each other? I yes. like look at them. <laughs> Vaguely. <laughs> I feel like a man out of time. It's great. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, the uh, it, uh, you notice that you've you're kind of being trailed by a, a professional looking woman. Um, and uh, uh, the sheriff says uh, she works with the fair here I don't uh, she's uh, you know we of course requested that they go ahead and shut down for the day but considering they're not open that many weekends per year uh, she, she demanded to stay open so we've just uh, kind of blocked off the section we need to block off but it's it's kind of over here here I, I guess to they say it's the Norse area. This isn't my thing. Y'all are going to have to help me out. This isn't your thing, Lore? It's just uh, the, the sheriff. Oh, sorry, the sheriff. <laughs> sorry, I thought the sheriff, like, Lore was talking with the sheriff. Oh, okay. no, y'all haven't, haven't run across Lore yet. Oh. Uh, sorry. So we know he's lurking then. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's out in the field somewhere. Um, um, yeah, well, uh, yeah, we totally know what we're doing. Absolutely. Yeah, we know this <laughs> stuff. Mm. Are you, are, as you're saying that, or are you like fiddling with the kilt and trying to adjust oh, it? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, ooh, it's, oh my gosh, it's flowy. Ooh, it's flowy. Sorry, let me get a hold of myself. Ah. I yes, Nor- Norse runes. Totally, totally know about those. <laughs> uh, Dr. Ford hasn't worked very many cases before, so he's more interested in seeing how these three handle things. Um, so I think he, he's sort of trailing off to the side just a little bit. He's uh, He's been back there at the scene before, but uh, wants to see what the three of you think. All right. Well, uh, as you as you you're actually going to pass through the the Norse area, and uh, and you do see see Lore. Um, now Lore is is the the um, kind of keeper of all the knowledge of Ordo Veritatis, and um, is 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 much maligned by our players. Um, but he, uh, if if you picture. Um, Brent Spiner from Independence Day. That's lore, and uh, and so he, you see him kind of like at a booth, frantically looking around, even though there is nothing there. It's just an empty, completely empty table, and he he kind of spots uh, spots you, and it's like, oh, oh, yeah, did you bring? Would you bring the candles? Okay, sweetie, I told you, I told them to tell you we're doing duck calls now. Have you been practicing? Oh, you're doing good. I hate you, Lore. Awesome. Okay, good. Look, oh. I can do duck. Okay, wow. look, I give. Wow, that was harsh. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Listen, yeah, I've had a bad day. You didn't happen to be on Yelp recently, did you? No. Okay, good. Um, so here's some duck calls. Oh, great! And um, and he will uh, uh, he will grab one and kind of inspect it, and then and then put it to his lips and do a perfect duck call. So can you give us an example of what it sounds like? <laughs> okay, no, I'm going <laughs> to Really, really, really good. I can't laugh. Okay, all right, all right. We're gonna, let's try again. Very there we nice. go. There we go. That That is a duck, says Norman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was their feeding call. You don't want to hear their mating call. <laughs> nope. This is I never want to hear it. Ever. <laughs> uh uh Lore seems really, really excited and um and then and then looks up uh looks up across the uh kind of the alcove to the stage where the um Falconer is setting up. It's like this should be fine. And uh, and just takes a takes them back and starts setting them out. Hello, and welcome to the other place. The land of Fenrain has been on the brink of doom for years. Necromancers and the dead are rising on the edges of society, threatening life and peace across the land. Deep in the shadows, others try to unearth secret knowledge and unspeakable power. In season two, we follow Roberto, Tolana, and Teco as they journey from Gilder, fighting the dead on a mission to stop a powerful evil. 
So he's just lunging at the first one there. He pulls out the weapon, gets it in both hands, rushes at the first thing, and then kind of leap jump stabs it. That way it can't get a chance to dodge out of the way. And he goes, freeze frame! And like ice crystals just form over the undead creature and Takoa like twist his trident in it and it just shatters. So I come charging in. I have this great axe. So I use both my hands and I take it over my head and I chop it down screaming, die thing. Technically it's already undead. <laughs> and as it smashes into his uh, blade, it's going to bounce off and make sparks on the ground. Whoa. He puffs up his big rabbit cheeks and blows through his teeth and he gets his loot and brings it down to the, the chair right up to it and he starts playing and he starts going back into his mind. He wants to go into the other side. Wants to go where his ancestors are. The notes from the loot echo back and Tekoa hears them taking on a different sort of resonance. Little crystals of ice and frost begin to form around Roberto's feet. When Roberto opens his eyes, the river stretches out on all sides. Wow, never seems to not amaze me every time I come here. Join us for the newest season of The Other Place, wherever you get your podcasts. So y'all are going to go past uh, through through this section um, to uh, to this part toward the back that is is just a, like a little opening into the into the woods, and it's labeled as uh, as a garden, uh, you know, with, with a little trail through it. But it does have police tape up, and um, uh, you know, to, to not let anybody in. So as you as you go through, there's a there's 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 a lot of, of officers kind of milling around, uh, looking at things, and you see toward the back, there's a body laid out, and it is of uh, of a young woman, um, dressed uh, dressed in, um, in, in actually just like her regular street clothes. And she is she's laid out in a circle of flowers. And there are uh, there are uh, also flowers that seem to be deliberately uh, laid out on her on her chest and stomach. And um, the sheriff will say, that's. That's why we called you. You know, there's uh, there's been rumors of, you know, occult activity. You know, always kind of spinning around these events, but whenever, you know, whenever murder happens and these flowers are laid out in in a rune symbol, figure it might be worth at least giving y'all a call. And, and Dr. Ford, you, you you thought the same thing. You you've um, uh, there's there's always uh, uh, you know uh, whenever there's there's the fair come through town, there's uh, there's always l- like little groups of of would be witches and stuff that mm-hmm. that do little ceremonies. Most of them don't even know what they're doing, but could be dangerous nonetheless. And uh, and so when you saw that, you. Um, you, you thought it might be at least good to investigate the uh, the symbol that is made out by the flowers is 
is a, a straight line down and then two diagonal lines off one side that make it kind of look like an like an F. Um, and y'all would know it as uh, Fehu, which is the symbol for like wealth and new beginnings. Um, how, sorry, how did, how does it look like the, the girl died? Can we, is it, can we tell? Yeah, it looks like she's been strangled. How many flowers are we talking about here? Um, on, uh, on the body, um, there are, uh, there are, you know, probably six or seven. Okay. And, um, the, they're, they're, they're really long stemmed, um, but it's the flowers themselves that seem to be making out the symbol. Okay. And do we have like a time of death? Approximately? Um, yeah, if um, uh, you can either ask or investigate, but in either case, um, the, she, she has probably been dead for at least a day. Now you know that this the, this is like this is like the opening day of the festival, and there were people who came yesterday afternoon to camp. And for reference, behind this garden is a fence, and behind the fence is the campsite. Um, and so you know that they that people have been filing in since yesterday afternoon, probably a little after lunch, but it, it is pretty clear that, that this person died prior to that. I assume that the campers, though, have still been questioned as to whether or not they saw anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're starting that, you know, most of them, um, well, pretty much all of them were either uh, on the road or... Um, or at least claim to have been on the road or finishing up work. And how long have the employees been there setting up? Um, that time has varied, and so uh, uh, you know, uh, especially the big shops have been there since earlier in the week. Uh, certain performers, uh, uh, Doctor Forb, you know can come in the same day and that's fine. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the places that have a lot of merchandise and stuff have been, have been kind of shipping in, um, for several days. Is the, uh, well-dressed or professional looking woman still, uh, hanging out on the sidelines and would I know her? Um, you have probably run across her before. And, uh, and her name is Stephanie West and she is, uh, she, she runs, uh, PR and, uh, you know, social media in in all for the festival. Okay. Does anyone have any like forensic abilities? Like can we tell if the body's been placed there post-mortem? All right. Uh, yeah. Who has, uh, yeah, that could be forensic anthropology. I do. Um, Okay. All right. So, uh, as, as y'all take a look, there's, um, there's going to be a couple of things that you notice 
uh, first of all, uh, just starting your examination. And one has nothing to do with the bodies, but as you're getting closer, you're realizing that all of these flowers that make this circle and also the ones on her are actually made out of wood. And they're very, very, uh, you know, intricately carved um, in uh, to, to look like uh, to look like different uh, different flowers and painted, you know, uh, to make it look like it from from a distance. The body itself uh, was was clearly uh, was clearly strangled, but you also notice several small bruises on her. Um, that it, it looks like, you know, like something had like pelted her um, a, a number of times. You do, uh, you do think that she was, uh, uh, she was probably uh, moved, probably just to arrange her so that she would be in, inside the circle. Um, but you, uh, you, you don't think that she was like brought in um, from, from afar. Okay. Should okay, so in that case, then should we then talk to the PR person and like maybe get a list of vendors who are on site ahead of time if she has one? Oh, and so I accidentally pulled out the my uh, headphone cord and I thought y'all, I just totally stumped all of y'all because I was like hearing nothing. I was like, oh, I'm in, we're in trouble here. I'm gonna have to give them some. I just wasn't hearing. What did y'all say? <laughs> I just suggested if uh, if the PR person is like known to us, if we can maybe ask for a list of like vendors or something, or maybe uh, like she can give us a breakdown of like, um, let's be honest here, whoever's gone to a rent fair or anything like, you know, there are beefs. <laughs> Since uh, Dayton vaguely knows her, would you maybe like ask uh, ask ask Dayton and Dayton could go over? Yeah, let's let's do yeah. that then. Okay, while well, you're investigating. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, he walks over to Miss West and uh, says, yeah. uh, uh, "Miss West, we would like a list, if if possible, of vendors who have set up early, who have been here for a while, and um, if you happen to know any grudges between people uh, within the fair itself. I know things happen once in a while. Uh, it would be helpful if you could share that information with us." She kind of looks at you and goes, I thought you were a professor. Oh, I am. Um, I, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a Renaissance man. Uh, oh, wow. Are you working with the cops? Yes. Yes. Some, sometimes I consult. That's amazing. Wow. Yo, no. Yeah, of course. Of course. And, uh, and, and, uh, <clears throat> uh, she has, she has actually already prepared that because the cops have asked for it as well, and so we'll just give you uh, give you a copy, um, in uh, and uh, just for the uh, the sake of not having to question every single vendor in entire Renfest, we are going to focus on this alcove because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise this stream would be very very boring. <laughs> well, I'm settled in. <laughs> like if we can't well, go to lunch anywhere, I mean, well, there is in part of part of that list is there is a um, a, a restaurant and bar that uh, that actually has a balcony that overlooks the the stage, 
uh, and uh, and and also uh, you know just uh, just various vendors. And so that I, I <clears throat> you'll, you'll have your pick of fair food, which is probably the best food we've eaten on this show, considering the other places we have been. Uh, but the problem is this: we don't know who's out to poison us. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I think we may need to go take a lunch break offsite. We have to go offsite. No. <laughs> yeah, we have to go offsite. Yeah. Um, but more seriously, though, the 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 pub with the with the you know the trash that like looks over like can we see the murder site from there? No, no, that okay. faces the other way. Okay. Um, there's a very very big uh, big shot the, the kind of the biggest shop in the alcove between you and the stage and that restaurant is is actually on the second floor of that okay. and then it overlooks the stage okay so did a and, and you may have said this but do we know the identity of, of, of dead girl um uh yes they um her name is rebecca burke was she a renfair worker no no no, uh, they did track down that she did. She had pre-purchased a ticket for the weekend, um, and, uh, and, uh, and and camping. So had intended to come. Um, I won't so... lie to you. I almost literally just googled her like IRL. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, let's see. But what I meant to do is I meant to pull out my in-game phone and and look her up. So should we then go look? at the camp area to see if she's got a tent or whatever set up there. Let's do that. And I'll, um, uh, uh, what kind of a social media profile does she have, Paul? Um, uh, not, uh, not a lot of, of personal information. Um, uh, it does, it did. She did have, uh, uh, you know, some, um, some posts about looking forward to, to Rin Fair. As you go back in her pictures, she's been here every single year uh, for several years, and uh, and you know always in costume, uh, always kind of has like a goth look uh, 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 to her, and um, uh, seems uh, seems pretty dedicated to to coming out. Do we know? Can we tell from her social media posts who she might have been traveling with? She never has. Uh, she never has like um, like anybody anybody tagged or anything on, on those or anybody else in the pictures. She doesn't. She didn't have any any uh, anybody labeled as like, hey, I'm going with. Okay, Bob. I don't know. You know, did she have a phone on her? Uh, no, no, her phone is missing. Very important question. Renaissance Fair weekends always have themes. What is this weekend's theme? Oh, dang. Pirates. <laughs> get your wedding vows. Oh, you totally food. just wrecked his game. You uh, just wrecked the whole thing. Paul. I give up. Bar- barbarian invasion. <laughs> that's why that's why he's the that's why he's the co-president. See, he, yes. Keep it simple and it could be uh, Vikings, but but barbarians. Do, do we do we do we want it simple or do we, we want, don't want barbarians? It no, we can't do it simple. We can't do it simple. No. This game uh, is known for not doing that. <laughs> you know, as many as many game masters as I have on this uh, on this panel, I would I'd figure y'all would go easy on me, but you never do. 
No, this is our time to get like revenge, not necessarily <laughs> on you, but just to let out our DM frustrations. <laughs> like there are certain styles that, you know, DMs have. My mine was last session, I depressed the hell out of all my players. You did, thank so, you for that. <laughs> so, um you know, like wrecking your game, I think is definitely inherent in order of podcasters. It's just <laughs> what we do. Like wh- whether that's going to a restaurant or whether that's spending ten minutes in a hardware store that we didn't need to. That this is the <laughs> after being told game. repeatedly there are no clues here, we were like, but yeah. are there clues on aisle seven? Um, how do you feel about um, love weekend? Then everybody's getting their vows renewed. It's all couples. I like yeah. it. Okay, and I have a request. When we have all the clues, can I blow the duck call? <laughs> yes. Okay. So it's only fitting. Um, are are we gonna get a reprise of Norman and Misty? We are married. That's what I was thinking. There's <laughs> not running up. We're gonna be our vows. Okay. There's yeah. been trouble in paradise. We're here for yeah. it. We're we're seeking to restore. See now, I almost kind of want to redo my theme and kind of go that Trekkie route, and like, as if I'm there interviewing people for, um, for for the show. Uh, I won't do that though because I really like this flowy kilt. It's very nice. It's nice feeling, you know. Just there's air there. I dig it. <laughs> um, but I I definitely want to go check the camp area to see if. Her tent okay. is there. All right. So uh, as you go to the fence, it is, um, uh, it is, uh, uh, I, I, I don't know what they call it when they do this, but they put like the wood slats in there so you couldn't, can't like quite see through it. Um, uh, but they, uh, they do have like a, a, a vehicle entrance that, that has been opened for, uh, for the police and all to come in and out. Once you get, once you cross the fence, you get into the campsite and, um, there are uh, the the place is uh, is fairly empty now because you know besides there are tents and stuff that are that are set up but everybody has lined up at the entrance to come come in and um, and so uh, you've only you're kind of getting there where, where there's there's not really many people around and um, and so you'll go to like to the designated site that that Rebecca was supposed to be at. And there, there is nothing there. There's no tent or anything. A vehicle, anything that she, like, nothing. So we can't tell how she got here. Is there Are there people around uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in this camping area that we can talk to, maybe? Um, no, no one right away, but if you, if you look around... Like out of the corner of your eye, you see, you think you see kind of just like like a like a, a, a rustling of the bush of, of like somebody scurrying behind a tree or something. How visible is it? it uh, not very. That's uh, this 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 area is is pretty heavily wooded. You know, they've cleared out spots for for the campsite and for the fair itself, but uh, everything else has been left fairly uh you know fairly wooded and so in that direction it's uh it's still still kind of dark and um foresty dark and foresty i I was running out of 
descriptors. This is why I re-record stuff in post. <laughs> so are we we're we're gonna go ahead and just uh, follow the scurrier, or what are we doing? Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in the scurry. Yeah, uh, I am. Um, shall we each take like uh, like uh, maybe one or two of us go on one side, one or two of us go on the oh, other side. Oh, pincer. Yeah. Flank them. Flank them. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go with my marital trouble wife. Yes, okay. and I will go that alone. Us. No, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh you wow. joined us. All right. All right. You don't want to come with me. That's no, 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 fine. That's wow. fine. That's fine. <laughs> you have to understand, Myron's very egotistical, right? So, like, he will do it whether or not you want I'm to. I'm all about me. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. That's <laughs> like, even I'm, if. Yeah. I'm headed in that direction. I just don't realize that you're with me. Like, you're right. either, like, just slightly behind me or just, like, just out of my field of vision. And then uh, I'll look over like, oh, God, I didn't see you there. Well, I'm here. What are we looking for? There's a scurry. Shush, shush. What's <laughs> the word? We're hunting ducks. Y'all are, y'all are flanking out both to the sides and mm-hmm. coming in. At Norman it. and I are arguing the whole time. Yeah, we're just like it's and like gently pushing each other. Not like in a domestic violence kind of way, just literally yeah. just in a, in a very like... Uh, <laughs> You know, like loving, think, loving taps. It, it almost kind of like almost like that brother sister thing where you're just yes. like barely yeah, pushing yeah. on them just to exactly. piss them off. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Are, are the words "I'm not touching you" like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they come up like several times. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever wondered what happened to my last husband? You, you mean the last real one? <laughs> For, Listen, uh, we're here. We're here for a job. It's fine. I don't want to know because if ever I got asked by you know a court officer or a lawyer during a cross examination, I can't lie. So I don't want to know. All right. So as uh, as y'all are very stealthily approaching, I say sarcastically. <laughs> um, so like I have this vision in my head of like. Um, Ethan from Mission Impossible when he's dangling and he's got that sound sensor on him, like so it's not going above a certain level. Toast. Yeah. Toast. Yeah. Toast. <laughs> Duck. Duck. So uh, uh, you um, you all of a sudden hear a, a, a sudden burst of noise as it's clear that somebody is hightailing it out. Who is the mysterious person in the campsite? And what does the rune placed on the body mean? Find out more in Chapter 2 of Fair from the Order of Podcasters. You can follow the Order on Twitter and Instagram. And to support us, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Please also follow the podcast created by the individual players in this game. Music is by the Techno Funk Boy. You can watch us play live at www.twitch.tv slash Techno Funk Boy. Thanks as always to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere in this episode. You can find them at sirenscape.com to use them at your gaming table. <laughs>